A trick of light and shadows. That's what NASA's called what are potentially the most significant ancient ruins ever discovered. What appear to be a face, pyramids, and archaeological ruins on Mars. That was almost 50 years ago, and thanks to extremely low-res photographs, altered high-res photographs, and comments stating it's not worth investigation, the area known as Cydonia remains a complete mystery to the public. And images that continue to come from Mars distract from what is truly relevant about the Red Planet. Meanwhile, other researchers have pieced together information so remarkable it led one man, Dr. Tom Van Flandern, a PhD in astronomy and formerly chief of a branch of the U.S. Naval Observatory, to say this in 2002. The odds of the anomalous items imaged in the Sidonia region of Mars being of natural origin are 1,000 billion billion to one against this theory. In other words, the possibility that these objects occurred naturally has been ruled out beyond a shadow of a doubt. Join the universe inside you, create a new reality, and explore the remarkable science and mathematics in Sidonia on the Mars landscape so that you can decide for yourself if you believe an ancient civilization once inhabited the Red Planet. Although it's smaller than Earth, Mars is the most Earth-like planet in our solar system, sharing geological features, including polar ice caps and what appear to be ancient dry riverbeds. There's much speculation that Mars was once inhabitable with an oxygen-based atmosphere, but was somehow destroyed millions of years ago. In fact, this theory was based on findings that came back from the planet. The radioactive debris revealed the presence of Xenon-129 in the atmosphere. And even more important, an abundance of the radioactive elements uranium and thorium. These nuclear isotopes are identical to those which occurred after hydrogen bomb tests on Earth, although there appears to be considerable scientific reservation to address it. In 2014, Dr. John Brandenburg published his research, Evidence for Large Anomalous Nuclear Explosions in Mars's Past, concluding that Mars may present an example of a civilization wiped out by a nuclear attack from space. But it's the photographs that were sent back from Mars probes that have most raised eyebrows. Perhaps the most well-known anomaly on Mars is the face taken in a grayscale photograph by NASA's Viking 1 orbiter in 1972 as it passed over the region of Cydonia. Not surprisingly, NASA's response to the clear shape of the huge 1.5-kilometer face staring into the heavens was that it was just a case of pareidolia. This is the name given to the tendency to see patterns and familiar things in random data or images. In ancient times, it was a way to make sense of what didn't make sense, and has thus been used as a common accusation by skeptics. Examples would include seeing Jesus in a piece of toast, or an apparition on a building in the shape of the Virgin Mary. So it makes sense that seeing a face in a rock on another planet would be a clear case of pareidolia, except for one thing. 
the multiple pyramids around and near the face structure. Citing pareidolia, however, NASA claimed they wouldn't be bothered with exploring it. But a passionate researcher named Richard Hoagland gathered his own team of experts and discovered some astonishing facts about the structures in the area. First, note the placement of the pyramids in Cydonia with respect to one another. Now, compare this to the placement of the pyramids at Giza in Egypt. If that isn't enough to pique your interest, now note the location of the pyramids of the sun in Mexico. And finally, the placement of the Qian pyramids in China. But the real eye-opener is when you compare all these pyramid structures to what appears to be the message of their placement, the constellation Orion, which shares the exact positions and angles with which Giza, in particular, is known to be perfectly aligned. But this was just the beginning. What Hoagland's team discovered about Cydonia goes far deeper than the existence of a face or pyramids on another planet. His team believes that Cydonia carries a profound cryptic message, one that addresses the consistent latitude of the most powerful energy centers of each and every planet, and the interdimensional possibilities that that point may hold. To understand their discovery, we must first clarify why they believe that these images actually reflect an ancient civilization. After millions of years, it's a difficult thing to see, but there is enough evidence of angularity and structural engineering to discard the possibility that it was a natural formation. Hoagland named what was visible of the structures the city, the fort, the cliff, and Tholus, which means a small dome-shaped hill. The positions with respect to each other revealed the first clue. Another clue was found in the pentatonic pyramid, named D and M, which was engineered with certain geometric angles. The angles of the structures and their relationship to each other revealed numerical constants well known in math. Three of the reoccurring numeric values are 0.865, the ratio of E, which is equal to 2.7, and pi, which is 3.142. These are mathematical bases for the hexagon, the pentagon, and the classic proportions of the golden ratio. No less than 20 of Cydonia's internal and angled ratios redundantly express three square root values. Altogether, the structures are placed to conform to the golden mean. Is all of this just a coincidence? And is it coincidence that the pyramids of Giza share the same mathematical relationships? Then an even more amazing discovery unfolded. The revelations and implications of the number 19.5. If you put two tetrahedrons inside a sphere, the apexes will hit at exactly 19.5 degrees latitude, north and south. This is precisely the latitude 
where all major energy vortexes appear on every planet, including Earth. The most obvious example is the red storm on Jupiter, but also the vast Olympus volcano on Mars. On Earth, in addition to Moana Loa, the most active volcano, there are numerous sacred sites at 19.5 latitude north and south. This information is well explained in the book Earth Grids, The Secret Patterns of Gaia's Sacred Sites by Hugh Newman. Among the locations that share the 19.5 degree latitude are those listed here. And here is a map. The tetrahedral constant, 19.5 degrees, was found encoded everywhere in the region of Cydonia. There was, for example, a set of 16 little mounds in the city area examined by a man named Horace Crater, a physicist and pattern analysis expert at the Tennessee Space Institute. Crater was astounded to discover the mounds were definitely not randomly placed features. Even the angles on these smaller mounds were tetrahedral and functions of 19.5 degrees. Why is this significant? Based on all the evidence the team found, they concluded that the latitude of 19.5 and a planet's natural vortex is associated with hyperdimensional physics. Literally, the potential to transcend dimensions. In fact, the ancient symbol of the Merkaba uses the same two tetrahedrons inside a sphere. This symbol has been called the Chariot of the God and is known to be a torsion field associated with the expansion of consciousness and potentially a gateway to higher dimensions. Using the universal language of mathematics, the true message of Sidonia, according to Hoagland and his team, reveals what our ancients knew and conveyed through perfectly aligned architectural engineering. This is a good place to note that both Mars explorers, the Viking, and the Pathfinder were precisely selected to land on Mars at 19.5 degrees north. Also worth noting, the tetrahedrons and the Merkaba have mysteriously appeared in more than one crop circle in recent years. Is someone hoping we see the relevance of this symbol and the association with 19.5 degrees latitude? But let's get back to the face. Eventually, there was a second photo of the face on Mars released but the structure appeared even more dramatically eroded and was declared by many to have been modified. One person who noticed this was the American investigative journalist and regional Emmy Award-winning documentary filmmaker, Linda Moulton Howe. As she recounted her investigation of the image, she explained how it was offered to her by the government, as it is here. But later, she traveled to Boston and met a man named Mark Carlotto, who worked in the analytical sciences for the Department of Defense. It was there, she claims, that after enduring grueling top-secret clearance, 
he showed her a high-res image of the face on Mars, which was very different from what the public had seen. So detailed, in fact, that you could see two thin lines across the front, similar to the faces in Egypt. She said, The eye on the full side had a pupil, an iris, and a white. You could definitely see those three parts. And in the mouth area, you could see the teeth. She described it as a monumental sculpture made with the intent of warding off. No one in the public has seen the image that Linda saw, but she claims the detail and the ominous nature of it will remain imprinted in her mind. Another thing Hoagland's team did was to take the left side of the structure, visually duplicate it, and flip it onto the other side. It's curious how it resembles the feline-like faces seen in Egypt and on the Sphinx. It would be good to mention that Sidonia's face is not the only one that appears on Mars. In fact, there have been so many images of face and head-like structures. It becomes stranger to think they're all naturally occurring and were not the result of some kind of intelligent design. If the relationship between the red planet and our own is not evident, there are some ancient derivatives from multiple cultures that are worth considering. For example, the Egyptian capital Cairo is derived from the name Al-Kahira, denoting Mars the Victorious. The ancient Egyptians called Mars Horus of the Horizon, Horakti, which was the very same name given to the Great Sphinx. Mars was also called Horus the Red, and for a long time the Sphinx was painted red. Just as the Great Sphinx is the hybrid of a man and lion, in ancient Hindu myths, Mars was known as the Man-Lion. These are just a few of the many references to the Red Planet in our ancient history. Mars continues to make news, but if you try to search online for detail about Sidonia, you'll be left with a deep frustration and mystery. Any photographs that you do see are typically so old or low-res, they reveal next to no detail. NASA has repeatedly dismissed this area as unworthy of closer investigation. Meanwhile, researchers and citizens alike have often asked how it is that we can see the details of galaxies billions of miles away, or a license plate from a distance of hundreds of miles away. We simply have old grainy photos of the most enigmatic and important area on Mars. Former NASA astronaut Dr. Brian O'Leary was skeptical, but after looking through the hard evidence, became a believer, even publishing his research at Harvard, which he titled Analysis of Images of the Face on Mars and Possible Intelligent Origin. O'Leary revealed two things, that the second image of the face that Carl Sagan released had been tampered with, and he explained why it was modified. I began to realize that Sagan was colluding with NASA. It was very, very disappointing to me because not only was Carl wrong, he also fudged data, saying that the face was just a natural formation. 
he doctored the picture to make it not look like a face. There was a report issued by the Brookings Institution in 1961. He and this other group said, well, if any ETs ever showed up on the Earth, it has to be covered up. That's the only way we're going to be able to manage this, because if we can't, then it would be too much of a culture shock. Another important physicist who managed the Clementine mission to the moon, John Brandenburg, also spoke out about the structures on the surface of Mars and shared the insanity of it from a scientist's point of view. These two pictures tell you everything you need to know about what's at Sidonia Mensa. If you see on a planet that used to be Earth-like, a carved human face and a pyramid within five kilometers of each other, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out what this all means. You can connect the dots. I mean, sometimes, and I can tell you as a scientist, and I've seen other scientists do this, if you're cornered, you're just brazing it out. You hold up a picture of a buffalo and insist that it's a dog. Since the first Mars Orbiter images were released 50 years ago, many areas of the planet have piqued curiosity, but none more than Cydonia, with its undeniable indication of intelligent engineering and mathematical relationships far too precise and numerous to be coincidental. Yet, little to nothing has been revealed about it in the last decades by those who control the cameras, and the only footage ever made public continues to foster plausible deniability. Of course, coincidentally, the Mars rover sending images has been declared inoperable and defunct. People not bound to silence have long spoken out, if Cydonia really isn't worth investigating, where are high-res photographs of the area to prove it? Why are we being distracted by pictures of other areas when the one of tantamount importance is dismissed? Many a scientist pays a price for challenging accepted beliefs. One such man, Richard Hoagland, observes this about us, that when it comes to trusting what we see, we yield our power to whomever we perceive has authority on the matter and become willing to deny what is otherwise evident. Such is the case with Mars, with architecture, artifacts, machinery, junk, UFOs, domes, delineated angles, and even metallic objects. We are merely told, that's not a buffalo. It's a dog. And numbly we reply, yes, it's a dog. Hoagland asks us to take back the conversation, to ignore the ruthless manipulation made when the sarcastic mention of little green men threatens to veil the greater truth. Could ancient civilizations once have inhabited the desolate red wasteland of Mars? Take back the conversation and perhaps we'll find the truth.